You are listening to the Smut Your Mouth podcast where you read and then discuss romance books of all kinds. Be warned, this is not your grandmother's book club. We talk all things spicy, saucy, sassy, and nasty. Get ready for your date with this week's fictional lover because it's time to salivate over some smut. Welcome, I'm Sheena, one of your hosts. And I'm Brianna. And I'm Kenzie. In today's quickie episode, I am going to be telling you all about Barbarian Alien. Um, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't put the author by Ruby Dixon. <laughs> of Who course. Else? Yeah. Um, <laughs> while Kenzie and Brianna are going to be blind reacting. So spoiler warning, as always, our episodes contain spoilers for the book that we read. So if you don't want to be spoiled, return once you've read the book to listen. And you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at SmiteYourMouthPod. And please rate us on your preferred listening platform. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So... Barbarian Alien. Um, it was published in July of 2015, so it's kind of getting a bit long in the tooth, I guess. Um, and it is a monster slash alien romance. I don't know if that's even a, a subgenre, but we'll just say monster. It is now. It's about aliens. Um, it's the second book in the Ice Planet Barbarian series and the 19 and a half books in this series. Oh, that is a lot. Yeah. So holy shit. If you like Fuck. aliens, boy oh boy, Ruby Dixon is is got something for you. I don't understand what does this woman just write smut twenty four seven? Because she has like a million books. Like even like outside of this series, she has a lot of books. So it just comes she must her just do a shit ton of smut. That's all. That's all she, she does. does. I mean, hats off to her. Um, okay, so tro- fated mates, enemies to lovers, <laughs> unfortunately, pregnancy slash breeding. Um, no. And I would argue forced proximity. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, Sorry. God. I'm okay with half of those. The other half can uh, yeah. go straight down well, the Well, we read the first book, so I think you guys know like what you're in for if you've read the first book. or At least... It'll be funny, at least. Yeah, like that's, yes. that's mm-hmm. a thing. Okay, okay and trigger warning, there's some kind of like non-con type moments because, um, well, we'll get into it, but it's kind of like a bit of a Stockholm Syndrome type thing. Um, so I basically, <laughs> I wanted to read the Christmas book out of this series. Yes, there is a Christmas book. It's called The Barbarian Before Christmas. <laughs> Um, I thought that would be festive, but then I read like the description or whatever, and it said that it wasn't a standalone. I had to read the other books first. So I was like, uh, all right, whatever. So our main characters are Liz. Oh my God. I don't know how to say this character's name. Rahash. 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 Something like that. Um, and there's like tons and tons of other characters that it's basically all the other like couples and stuff from the other books in this series. Um, so we won't get into it. Um, but same as the last book, we are set on this ice planet, or as Georgie in the first book called it, not Toth. So, um, oh my god. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to our previous episode or you haven't read the first book, I'll give you a quick rundown, or maybe it's been a while, you don't remember. Um, there's all these human women that are trapped on this ice planet. And they have been kidnapped by aliens, and they crashed their ship there. Um, so 
they are like basically being rescued by the aliens that live on the ice planet, which are said barbarians. Um, and they're just like enormous blue creatures with like huge dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and how they survive on this planet is they have this like quee or whatever. It's it's like this little worm thing that they like have in their body. And it's like a parasite kind of, but it allows them to like survive the atmosphere. Um, so they start putting these kui in the human women to like save them because they're dying, I guess, from the atmosphere as well. Um, and then the kui like vibrates, which they call resonating when they see their mate. And all these aliens are super like horny about it because there's no like <laughs> female aliens. So um, they're all about finding these mates um, with the human women. So that's kind of the situation we're in. So um, our book opens up with Liz um, helping other girls off this ship. Um, some of them were like, in this coma so she's like helping wake them up and so liz's personality um she's like pretty sarcastic and just constantly a little rude to people um which at times could be really funny but also there was some like really cringy moments with that and then the love interest is this alien who's super scarred up and his name is rahash which we already said and he's already, like, his kui or whatever is already resonating for her. Um, but they just don't like each other. They don't get along. He is just, like, really crabby and stoic. Um, and he thinks that Liz doesn't like him because he's ugly. <laughs> because of his scars. So he oh. is, like, all hurt feelings about that. And she doesn't like him because he's just an asshole. <laughs> like, he's just, Imagine he that. doesn't. Yeah, he's, like, very pushy with her, and, like, she's just, like, back off, dude. Um, so, <clears throat> anyway, um, they go to put the Kui in the human women, and Liz starts chickening out once it's, like, time to do it, because they have to, like, slit, like, make a cut in their skin and, like, let the Kui, which is this, like, worm thing, like, go in there. And so she starts freaking out, and she's like, no, actually, I don't want to do this. Um, so she tries to take off, and then he just literally holds her down and forces her <gasps> no. to put in. And well, there's a non-con. Yeah. Well, it just continues with that. So, yeah, he forces her because his whole thing is like, oh, this is my mate. I need to save her. And it, even if, like, she doesn't want to do what needs to be done to save her, I'm going to force her to kind of thing. Um, no. <clears throat> so she, like, passes out immediately after this and then he just literally drags her off to a cave like a caveman <laughs> Cute. I know. love that for her love it. he is a barbarian yes yep he's living up to the name um so yeah he he takes off with her and takes her to this isolated cave that like nobody else knows about and um he knows that so Vectal, who is the um love interest in the first book the OG love yes, interest. Yes, the OG love interest. He's like kind of like their leader. And 
um, he told all the aliens that like, hey, you you can't like force them to do stuff like you have to be respectful of them or whatever. So Rahash knows that he's going to be in big trouble if Vectil finds out what he did. So that's why he's like, oh, I'm going to go hide with her, I guess. Um, hashtag big brain. <laughs> so oh Liz God. eventually wakes up in this cave and she's just like, what the fuck is going on? She's super pissed. He literally like has her tied up, I think. Um, but of course, right away, her quee is like resonating for him and like vibrating or whatever. So she's like super, super turned on by him, even though she hates him. Um, so when he oh leaves the cave, she like fucking rubs one out. She's like coming, <gasps> imagining it's him like coming. And then as she's like saying his name out loud, he shows up in the cave, of course. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's like Baltimore. Awkward. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you should not be named. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, he's super turned on about this, but she won't let him touch her because she hates him. So they just end up like awkwardly masturbating next to each other. Oh, it's God. really cool. Oh, my God. It's really cool, guys. Oh, um, that's great. Uh, so they're okay. in this cave. Um, and Liz is like being really rude. She talks a lot and she's just like being really rude to Rahash in general because she thinks he can't understand her, um, which he can understand her because I think he was one of the ones that got like, I don't know, something I can't remember exactly, but something happened in the first book where some of the aliens can like understand English and some of the the humans can understand the alien language. So they, they have like that weird, um, that broken down spaceship. Yes. That has the ability for you to like stand under this like little thing and it basically downloads like, yes. every language <laughs> download- into your brain. Yes, they downloaded English. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, know that that's he- what happened. It's like <laughs> Duolingo on the go. Yes, she doesn't know <laughs> that he got English downloaded into his brain um, before this. So she's just like, so he's like shit why the fuck can i understand her she and he doesn't like react at all no because he's pissy so he just doesn't react basically to anything that she's doing sounds toxic but okay yeah Yeah. um but she's just like talking mad shit to him and just thinks that he's doesn't understand her um i bet they live a long happy healthy life together yes yes um, I see no red flags. Keep going. <laughs> Such zero. a healthy relationship. Zero. <laughs> um, so Liz is a country gal back at, on Earth. And what? she loves to hunt because her and her dad would go hunting together all the time. So um, she she asked Rahash to take oh, her boy. hunting. And he's like, no, women don't hunt. Um, and basically is like, no. Why does she ask him to go hunting with her if she's such a big independent huntress? Because she doesn't know, like, anything about the planet that they're on, basically. They can't communicate anyway. Yeah. So, so she, does she realize that he can understand her now? Yes. So, oh, I don't know if it was before this or after this, but I think it was, be- yeah, I think it was around this time that he eventually let on that he could understand her and speak English and she was super pissed about it. That he was like, I would be too. Yeah, so stupid fuck. <laughs> so, um, Liz the country gal 
um, has just has to hunt. So <laughs> she's like going to make herself some bow and arrows and she sneaks off while Rahash is sleeping to go and try and find some wood to make her bow. Um, but if you guys remember the fish, the weird fish from the first book where yes. apparently it's described as there are these like fish, but they have like bam- what looks like bamboo sticks coming up out of their backs um mm-hmm. that's fun yeah so she she takes off she goes wandering around finds this river finds the fish and then tries to grab it and then the fish thing is like attacking her so Rahash like has actually been following her he woke up when she was sneaking out so he's been following her and then he comes to her rescue of course and then somehow that ends with him eating her out <laughs> of course a happy ending. As you do. So uh, Liz is like, I really want you to take me out hunting. And he's like, fine, I'll do it if you sleep with me. Um, so again. What a trade. I know. Non- that's some sex worker shit if I ever heard it. <laughs> some some yeah, kind of, that's why the like the popo. consensual stuff is like, eh. I mean, at this mm-hmm. point, she's really into him. Like she obviously, because of the whole Kui thing, she's just like super turned on by him. But at the same time, she doesn't like him. So yeah. Um, she so they're gonna get down dirty, and she basically finds out that Rahash is a virgin. Um, and he is just talks a big game for someone who's never seen the V. Yeah, <laughs> she gives him a BJ, but there's no penetration going on yet. Um, got to draw it out. So <laughs> they go hunting. <laughs> they're attacked by these like Ewok fucking whatever creatures somehow oh my god (laughs) that's literally how they're described as ewoks um and then uh rahash ends up getting hurt somehow and he's like knocked out and liz finds a way to like drag him back to their cave and she nurses him back to health all the while she is so turned on by being around him that she's like masturbating oh my god again she takes breaks (laughs) from nursing him to masturbate (laughs) She is always jerking off. She is just jerking it twenty four seven. To jerk it when you she's, are caregiving is a little fucked up. I'm she's not just gonna tweaking lie. the knob a little bit. It's fine. She's yeah. She's Oof. she's got to take care of herself too. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> it's not all about him, Brianna. Yeah, God. How dare I? I mean, come on. <laughs> so finally, Rahash is like waking up, coming out of this fucking coma that he's been in, and he's just like horny as fuck because. God. Their queen is just freaking out because they haven't, quote unquote, mated yet. Um, and so, they're, yeah, they're both just super turned on and they finally do the deed. Um, they finally. They finally do the deed. Finally get it in. Yes. Because um, they've been they've been jerking it. They've been jerking they've it. They've been since, sucking each other off. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've been jerking it since page one. Um, this is some wicked foreplay, guys. Yeah. Let's talk about this is blue the, balls. The longest foreplay session in the history of foreplay sessions. Talk about blue balls, man. Um, yeah, there's such a thing as too much. <laughs> Agree. Yeah, this is literally Stick like. Stick it in, get it done. This is literally like halfway through the book. So, yeah, she really Ooh. makes you wait for it. Mm. Um, okay, so yeah. two of the other aliens from the tribe come show up at the cave and find them. And they're just like, hey, you got to come back with us. Um, so they go back to like their their tribe's cave where all the other aliens and humans are chilling. 
Um, and everybody is like really worried about Liz and just like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And super mad that Rahash kidnapped her. I mean, rightfully. So Liz goes to this healer and the healer is like checking her out and she's like, oh, you're pregnant. Of course. Of course she is. Oh my god. The super After, alien semen like, strikes again. of them having sex? Well, I, it's been a few days and I, they've had sex a That's few so times. But if I remember right. Um, okay. But yes, it's very alien quick. Alien babies must uh, it's very quick. Must, uh, grow a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's like all happy to go tell Rahash that he's going to be a dad. Um, but then they find out that Vectal is like, hey, you're going to be exiled from the tribe because you went against my word and kidnapped a woman um, to Rahash. And Liz has got to stay in the cave and he's like forced out, like physically. And she's just like crying and shit and super upset. Um, So Rahash is like outside of the cave and he will he like won't stop leaving animals for her that he kills. Why is he like freaking cat? Yes, exactly like a cat. And he's like starving to death because he won't eat himself. So. Oh my god. (laughs) Meanwhile. But he's still beating it though. I'm sure he is. Meanwhile Liz is like her plan apparently is to just like be a cunt to everybody so she's just like starting shit constantly and like making the other girls upset or the other women upset and like just doing whatever she can to be like disruptive and somehow I don't understand but somehow that was going to convince Bechtel to like change its mind (laughs) or kick her out too yeah so eventually you're on to something, Kenzie. So eventually um, she's like well you know what I'm going to take one of the guards that was following her around um, hostage um, because, you know, if you kidnap somebody, then you're going to get exiled too for pun- as punishment. And Vectel's like, well, I'll think about it. And <laughs> so they all go back to the cave and then eventually he's like, okay, Rahash can come back to the tribe, but you guys are going to be punished by having to go out and hunt for everybody for like two years. And they have to like go out in these caves together and like, hunt which is like i don't understand how that's a punishment because that's literally what she wanted um mm-hmm. so i don't know whatever that's it he, rahash comes back they do it doggy style his spur thing we didn't even talk about it oh, the no. aliens have a spur above their dick it's like a little bone thing and that goes in her butt and there you go that's Great. it wait wait what is that that's different than vectal is it not no, it's the same. I don't remember butt stuff from Vectal. Oh, yeah. That that was like the last scene in the first book is... Shit. She just likes to end okay. it with the butt stuff, huh? Yeah. Yep. Ending, Happily ever after. Ending on the butt stuff. Yep. <laughs> nice. I'm not upset about that. Nice. Love it. Madam, I see you're wrapping up. Will you be requiring your towel? I will I'll be requiring a small napkin or something. Um, a small <laughs> napkin. <laughs> oh, no. Um, honestly, this month, I mean, it was very on par with the first book. If you read that book, you know, like, about what you're getting into. I will say that there was some really, really um, 
bad terminology and it wasn't like that often so I could forgive it um but they definitely talked about whole or fold sorry slick wet pedals there's one for you and um Rahash says I want more of her thick sweet honey (laughs) (laughs) make it stop no I can't use honey the same way now (laughs) And also, he tells her your nectar fills <laughs> fills nectar. Your nectar fills your cunt for me. <laughs> oh, oh, what? If a man ever said that to me, I think I'd barf on the spot. And oh, he Lord. also apparently Vectel gave him the lowdown on women's anatomy because he is calling her clit a, th- a third nipple. Also, huh? no. <laughs> It looks what nothing like a nipple. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. But it does get hard like a nipple. I don't know where they're getting that from. Yeah, maybe that was it. I don't know. Um, but other than that, like, honestly, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was just really a lot of the blue balls situation. We could have, like, gone a little faster, I think, personally. But yeah. Um, so I would give the smut, like, a three. I think that's probably generous of me. Probably, like, a 2.5. The writing, I would say, is like a three um it's not uh, definitely not Shakespeare or anything um but it's not horrible there are some pretty funny moments um and overall I would just give it a three um I would say that it is very 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 similar to the first book it's like basically she took the same exact plot and then just like put different characters in it because <laughs> like oh all, this, that's how, all the same things happen pretty much that's how she has so many books. They're yeah. all just the same. Yeah, you're right. You cracked it. I, I bet that's it. So <laughs> would you read more Ice Planet Barbarians? No. I think I I kind of feel like been there, done that. Yeah. You I don't know think what I, I mean? Would. I just feel like it'd be kind of a waste of my time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't think I'm going to continue Maybe I will get a hankering for it again at some point, but um, yeah, they're very formulaic, I think is the right word. So, Yeah, yeah, I would agree. All right. In addition to our quickie episodes like this one, we post full-length episodes every other week. You can check our link tree, which is always posted in the description for what book we'll be reading next. Feel free to read along with us before you tune in. Also in our link tree, you'll find where you can subscribe to us on all major podcasting platforms, as well as links to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at SmutYourMouthPod. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating. We would really appreciate it until we read again. Bye. Bye. Bye.